0: Everyone. welcome back to the Monday Morning Faith Podcast. My name is Emily and I'm from Vancouver, Canada. And today we're going to talk about serving in the church. And sometimes people like to avoid this topic at all costs, but I'm here to be empathetic with you today and I'm not going to condemn you. I'm not going to judge you. And I hope you can stick along for the ride because I just want to talk about what that means, what it looks like, what God is asking of us. Um, And once again, this is a judgment-free zone. So stick around with us. And I just wanted to quickly share with you something from my devotional calendar um, that I have. And I thought it was really sweet. So I wanted to read it to you guys today. So it says, I want to spend the rest of my life giving my faith a chance to work. I want to spend every day dreaming the biggest dreams I can think about. And then praying about them and working towards them. I hope that's true for you too. I just really, really love that, and I think it just goes to show how amazing it can be to give your fans faith a chance to work, and I think that ties in really well with today's message about serving the church. Um, there's many people that will say things like, "Oh, you have to volunteer in the church. You have to do this. You have to do that," and. I'm going to ask you to strip away anything you've ever heard about working in the church. I would like you to, right now, give that up mentally. And just think about what God is calling you to do. Um, it's the only relationship that truly matters in this world, is you and God. So if you have never heard about serving in the church, and you're not even a Christian, and you're like, what is this girl going on about? that's okay I want you to pursue more knowledge and more um, depth with God on this topic and just get to know him a bit better and search out what it is that he wants to see from you right now and for my friends here who have been believers or new believers or believers for a while I just want you to think about what it is is I'm that you guys are doing right now and what it is that you could be doing that God is putting on your hearts and so no matter where you're at today I just want you to feel that this is for you today um and once again I don't want to take the posture of condemnation on this topic because I think a lot of times we're made to feel guilty about things and um people will often say well I work 40 hours a week I work 60 hours a week I don't have time to serve in the church i don't have time for the xyz and um once again i think you need to bring those things to jesus directly um it's not to me an in-house church conversation throughout the institution it's a one-way conversation between you and jesus um where you bring everything to him and you lay it on his feet at his feet and you commit it to him but when you do that you need to be willing to be obedient to what he calls you to do Um, so I want to do an example prayer right now with you and you can pray it with me or you can just listen to it. So before we get started and diving into the Bible, let's do a quick prayer together. Jesus, God in heaven above, may your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. I give to you the works of my hands every day. I commit them to you in my job, school, wherever I go. That is what I commit to you. I've heard about serving you, and I or I haven't heard about serving you, but what I do know is that I love you and I'm grateful for all that you've done for me. And I want to give to you and to your church and to those around me who need your light and your love in their life. And I want to be your faithful humble servant who will do that for you. So God, would you put it on my heart what you would like me to do in terms of serving? Would you give me signs so that it would be clear to me where you would like me to go and what you would like me to do, for when you would like me to do it, for how you would like me to do it? God, I make myself available to you and I'm here to serve you. You are the king of kings You are the Lord of Lords, and it is to you I give and dedicate my life and all my life's works. So would you help me for all my days to always point me in the right direction so that I may know what you would like me to be doing and how you would like me to be serving. In your name we pray. Amen. So that's just an example um, of a way that you can talk to God and seek what he wants from you on this one. And... So, I also want to do a little parable, and I know we haven't gone to scripture yet, so hopefully you guys are okay with that, but um, when it comes to serving, I want us to think about it from the perspective that we're a middleman, Um, and no matter what you do, it is important. If it is for God, it is for all. If it is for God, it is for his kingdom. And if it is for God, it is for you as well. And I want to encourage you to remember that and I just want you to think about this parable and it's a short one and it's kind of funny, but funny in the fact it is a bit goofy, but not that it's actually funny but um all right, everyone may or may not know the uh cell company Telus, so it's a cellular network at least in Canada. And it's called TELUS. I think they have it in the U.S. as well. But, um, yeah, it's just a cellular network. They provide cell phone coverage and data and all that stuff. A Christian's role that God calls us to be is like the TELUS network. We are just the middleman between the non-believer and God, or the believer and God, either way. We are the middleman. Now, how is that like TELUS? Well, TELUS connects your phone. So if you call your grandma right now, TELUS is the one that connects you to. And now I want you to think about God's relationship with a non-believer in your life. You're the middleman. You're like TELUS. And you connect your non-believer to God. And it is... Your job to connect those. It's not your job to be God. It's not your job to be the unbeliever. It's your job to connect the two. And vice versa for believers. It's a Christian's job to be the TELUS network company connecting the believer and God. Um, And the reason I like using TELUS as an example is because TELUS or TELUS. It sounds really similar, and for that reason, I really enjoy that little parable and metaphor. Um, Literally says, tell us. So when you're the middleman, it's your job to tell us, tell God, just talk to God, bring it to God, lay it at his feet, whatever your conversation is while you're serving or creating or whatever you're doing to serve God, tell us, tell God what's going on, and then tell us, tell the believer, tell both of them. It's your job to be TELUS, to share and connect and to talk and to communicate and be that branch, the be the wireless network. There's many ways you can be TELUS. You can be the one who's creating Instagram posts, you can be the one making TikToks, you can be the one sending mail across the world, you can be planting churches, you can be doing so many things. Um, to be tell us in that situation. And so um, I want us to think about that parable as we go on about discussing serving in the church. And when I say serving in the church, I'm more so speaking about serving God in general. Because while I do believe um, serving in your local church is important, I know that God will call us to other senses of serving as well throughout the world. And that is a good thing. Um, so now we can get into scripture. Um, we're going to be in second Corinthians chapter three verse two. It says, "You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. I love that um, because that's basically saying, just as you're tell us the branching communicator between others and God, It's the reason you're able to do that job. The reason you're able to tell us is because you yourselves are the written letter. It's in your hearts. And because it's in your heart, everyone knows it. And everyone can see it so they can read it. And to picture yourself as a walking, breathing letter of God that can be read by all, seen by all. Because that's how close Jesus to your heart is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um. and later on in verse 3 then it says you show that you are a letter from Christ the result of our ministry written not with ink but with the spirit of the living God so once again the letter is more of a metaphor and that's just what Paul's clarifying there in 2nd Corinthians uh, chapter 3 verse 3 is that you are not of a physical representation of God in the sense that obviously you're not the walking living God. It's not written with ink. It's not a physical letter that's been written. It is with the spirit of the living God that is in your heart that you are this communication of God. And the reason he's saying letter isn't like a letter of the alphabet. He's talking about the old-fashioned letters for all my younger viewers (laughs) or listeners, like an old-fashioned letter that you would mail across the world. Um, you could even substitute that to say, you show that you are email, you show that you're a tweet, you show that you're a Snapchat, you show that you're a text, you show that you're a phone call from Christ. Um, what he's talking about is communication. You are the communication from Christ. You yourselves are communication written on your hearts, known and read by everyone. The results of the ministry is not written by communication, a physical copy of an email or a letter. it's Your communication is with the Spirit, by the Spirit. And that's what true ministry looks like. So I want to remind you that you don't have to produce unimaginable works. You just have to be dedicated to the Spirit in your heart. And then everyone will see. And... That, to me, is kind of the first step to serving uh, God at all in any way. And maybe you're listening today and you're like, I'm not ready to serve God. And you're like, Emily, frankly, I can't believe I'm even still listening because I'm not even ready to love God, let alone help others love God. And that's okay. Friend, I want you to keep on listening because this is for you, too, because... I hope what this does is this inspires you as well. If there's any unbelievers listening, that you yourselves um, would have the capacity to share just the most joyous, uh, loving, love and compassion with others if you were to accept Jesus into your heart. And you yourselves will be able to feel that. And that is beautiful. Are you hurting? I ask, maybe why are you not believing? Have you been hurt? What makes you so skeptical? Maybe bring that to God so that you can experience his love like never before. And yeah, so I implore you in that way. But for my believers out there, I believe this is really the first step to um, becoming ready to serve. Is um, becoming the walking communication and example of God and his spirit. And to have him living inside you um, so much so that... It is known and seen by everyone, and then I want to get into some logistics here. Um, it says in Second Corinthians chapter two, verse seventeen. Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ we speak before God with sincerity, as though sent from God. So, once again um, ministry can look different for a variety of great reasons, um, serving, which I ministry to me is serving God, um, so I might use those terms interchangeably, serving God is not for, it is for our benefit because it strengthens us as believers, and frankly, just as humans, uh, it strengthens us emotionally and spiritually and physically, these are good things, um, but we don't do this for selfish gain. Just like we don't do anything for selfish gain. Or at least we try not to. Because um, of course we sin sometimes. but Or all the time. It's normal to sin. and But that doesn't mean we should. We should just try our hardest not to. So when we go to serve. We don't do it for selfish gain and ambition. We do not peddle the word of God for profit. And... I think in terms of serving in the church, it's rather straightforward. Typically, it's an unpaid position and you're volunteering your time and you don't really have to worry about using the word of God for profit. But perhaps you're doing like an online thing where you wanted to create templates um, for Bible studies and you wanted to charge money for them. Maybe you're writing a book and you want to charge money. Maybe you're doing a YouTube channel and you want to start monetizing it. Same with like an Instagram or even like a podcast podcast. Um, I'm actually planning to probably monetize this podcast in the next couple months. Um, The only reason I haven't yet is because I don't really like the idea of making people listen to ads. But the reason I would monetize it is so that all proceeds would be donated to um, my local food bank. um, Which sounds really small, but it's actually like the biggest food bank in uh, the whole city. Um, It's the one that my church uh, has organized So, um, I would probably just donate all the proceeds to that or another charity, um, that maybe I would let my viewers, um, select or, like, vote on kind of thing on Instagram. And the Instagram is at Monday Podcast. so I'll probably put up something like that eventually, but, um, again, if this, if I ever did put ads, I just want you guys to know that, um, 100% of the proceeds would absolutely go straight to charity, um, so getting back to that verse, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. Um, I think that's kind of hard to sometimes digest and impact. Or sorry, digest and unpack. it. <laughs> digest and unpack. <laughs> that was so hard for no reason. Um, it's difficult in the sense that, um, I mean, pastors preach the word of God for profit. They need to make money to live. And same with many other people that like, maybe rely on their YouTube channel for income, and it's like, you know, God-centered one, and I'm not saying those things are wrong, and I certainly don't think that's what this verse is saying either, to be clear. I think that, um, I think it's talking more about the heart posture behind why you're speaking the word. Like, did you start the YouTube channel or podcast, or did you start making those Bible handouts that you're trying to get money for? Did you start those things with the, hope and aspiration of financial gain because i believe in this time in paul's time unfortunately many people were willing to prey on the popularity of god at this time for their own financial gain Um, they saw it as like a hot trending topic and they were able to quickly um charge people to hear about the word of god and things like that um, all for selfish ambition so i believe that truly what this verse is saying is we don't peddle the word of god for profit In the sense that when he says peddle the word, you're not just saying it for the sake of getting money. That's the wrong ambition. That's not what we're called to do. It's not a money-making scheme. And frankly, um, any Christian who's gone into a paid ministry would know that you're not getting rich off of it. Or, well, frankly, if it's a good ministry, you shouldn't be getting rich off of it. Because you should be donating plenty of it. And I don't come from a superior uh, place Or moral high ground when I say that if I ever monetize this channel, um, I would donate it. That's just because I promise that to God before I even filmed the first episode or taped the first episode. So um, that's a promise I made between me and God and has nothing to do with other creators do or don't do with their profits. Um, So I just really want to focus on the fact that That's just me saying what I'm doing. But in this verse, it's saying, it's talking about selfish ambition and how to put it aside. And um, that that is a raw motivation behind the word of God is selfish ambition for profit. Um, The verse goes on, that's verse 17. And it goes on to say, On the contrary, in Christ we speak before God with sincerity, as though sent from God. So, He's saying, like, when you're serving God, we're not doing it for profit, selfish ambition. We're doing it with sincerity. What does sincerity look like? It looks like allowing the spirit to flow out from you. It allows yourself to be humbled, to share the knowledge and the wisdom that God gives you, and to speak from the heart, to share where your heart truly lies. Um, And, you know... Not every uh, serving position is a speaking one. So, in fact, some of the most very important ones have nothing to do with speaking at all. So, you can almost think of it instead like... You don't do the actions of serving for profit and selfish ambition. You don't do the actions of serving for those reasons. Rather, you serve God with your actions, with sincerity. So... Even if you're someone who sets up tables and chairs um, for events at your church, how can you do that with the loving sincerity of the Spirit in your heart? How can you overflow with love and joy and sincerity and commitment to Christ? How can you show that to others? Um, So that's a really good thing to certainly think about. And I just want to encourage you to try and pour out yourself... um. And give it all you have, whatever you choose to do in life. But especially when it comes to serving God. Um, God's made you the middleman between him and others. And that is a really amazing and beautiful position to be. And I think we often let the anxiety and stress of what that looks like or what it could look like prohibit us from acting on it. But like I said, step one, you got to have... The Spirit of God in your heart and overflowing, so it can be known and seen by everyone. And then, if you bring that into serving, um, it'll serve you so well and others, and you will most certainly succeed not by the world's standards, but by God's standards. Um, I can't promise that you'd get famous or rich, or that you would, um, you know, get a promotion or seen and heard I can't promise those things and frankly those are worldly things things that God says not to set our eyes on but I can promise you that if you were to serve God would give you godly success and what does that look like success in God's eyes it looks like to have the love of Christ flowing in you out of you and all around you and that is what the success of the spirit looks like and that I can guarantee that he guarantees because he loves you And promises himself to whoever seeks with all their heart, soul, and might. And to serve him is like your way of expressing the utmost gratitude um, for what he has done in your life. Um, And once again, there's just so many ways. And I think sometimes we are so busy, especially um, in this day and age, that we tell ourselves, oh, we're too busy to serve in any capacity. Once again, like that prayer we did earlier on, I think you should ask God what he wants you to do. God wants the best for you. He wants good for you. He loves you abundantly. He doesn't want you to be burnt out and suffering. One good thing I um, came across was saying that God doesn't want you to be haggard and all beat up and not taking care of yourself. Like he doesn't want you to be you know running on caffeine your eyes twitching because you haven't slept in days that's not what god wants for you i'm not saying there's seasons of your life where you don't have to live like that or go through something like that but that's not what god wants for you consistently day in day out of your life god wants you to be well rested and energized in the spirit so that you can go out and do the things you need to do according to his plan and his kingdom and what he's set out for your life he's gone ahead of you he's already set up your plans but he's there to guide you in the midst of all of it. And I love what, like the post I was reading that said, don't be haggard because I often have neglected my own self-care because of how many hours a week I've worked or X, Y, Z. Um, but God wants you to take care of yourself. And I think serving is absolutely part of taking care of yourself. Um, now, if you work 80 hours a week as a doctor... I'm frankly not too sure what that would look like. And the best part about all of this is that there is a Bible, which is a one book for all thing, but there's no specific guide as to many particular instances. And why is that? Well, the Bible guides us actually to go to God in prayer, like so often. And there's no one page that says, okay, Elizabeth of Wales, um, you need to work as a um, child minister, and uh, Sophia uh, of Utah, you need to um, go serve um, as a pastor, and, you know, XYZ, like, and Delilah of Ottawa, you need to go serve at a food bank. Like, that's not, that's not how the Bible works, as you may or may not know, but God the Bible does tell us to bring all of this stuff to him in prayer. He wants you to serve because it's refreshing to you. It is good for your soul. It nurtures you. It grows you. Um, it And, you know, personal growth is awesome. And I think we look forward in the wrong places in today's day and age. Um, but, and I think we also try and attribute like a specific hours to it. Like, oh, I, I'm going to volunteer two hours or ten hours or four hours or 12 hours a month and it, or a week. And it's just like, you know, that's the wrong way to look at serving. I believe, I think you need to bring your quest to God because God knows every little detail of your life, your mother, your pastor, um, the organizational leader at your church. They don't know every detail of your life. They don't know God's plans for you. That's not to say they're not helpful and useful people by all means. That's not what I'm saying. Um, In fact, some of those people can be the best people to go to for advice on stuff like this. But bring it to God also because he knows every detail of your life. He knows where you would be best fit in the church, better than anyone, better than yourself. And so bring it to him. Or maybe it's not even in the church. Maybe he wants you in a community role. Um, Maybe it's doing something one hour a week. Maybe it's on social media five hours a week. I don't know what it is. But I think the wrong way to look at it is by the hour the way we look at other things of our lives. And I think the right thing to do is ask God for balance and for a way that he can help you serve people um, in a godly way uh, in your regular, you know, everyday, monthly, weekly life. And ask him what that would look like and if he would make a way for you to do that. And then if you're worried about things like taking on too much, ask him to help you with the balance of your life and to create a way to get more balance Um, and if you say, well, Emily, you don't know my job and you don't know my boss, like that's never going to happen. Well, you're right. I'm not the boss, but God sure is. He's the boss of bosses. And I most certainly know that there's nothing too small for him. And he would be more than glad to listen to you and your concerns, uh, for your own life and your own scheduling. And uh, as silly as it sounds, like... Yes, God wants to hear about your scheduling problems. Yes, he does. Like, he's there for you and he wants to help you and grow you and nurture you and love you. Um, Just be willing to accept that invitation he's giving you. And um, be ready to um, work for his good uh, where he puts you. Um, And when he puts you somewhere and you know it was him that did it, your arms will just be so open to receiving um, his grace and goodness in that role. And by that, like we talked about in scripture, that will overflow by the spirit. And everyone will know and see and read um, that on your heart in that position you're in. So I really do encourage you not to fear the middleman position to be tell us. But to truly communicate everything that God puts on your heart. Uh, and... Lift everything up to Him so that you can uh, give back to others. And it can be scary, but not with uh, not with God on your side. Um, there's nothing that God can't do. So lift it up to Him. And don't be scared of the potential consequences or the um, results that could happen from it. And just focus on what he's calling you to do specifically right here right now in your life and who knows it might not even be serving right now it might be you need to finish up your degree in the next month and then you go and serve for a few months after that like um only god knows the true plans for your life but commit it to him and trust him in it fully lean on others uh such as Spiritually mature people for a little bit of guidance with it too, of course. And just take rest in knowing that it's better to be the middle man than the ultimate man. No one's asking you to be God in your um, serving role. They're just asking you to communicate. And that's what God wants you to do. To communicate between him and others. To share with others. And serving the church or in the community in serving god in whatever way will really feed your soul and that's something i want for you today and that's something god wants for you too um like that quote i read at the very beginning from my calendar says i want to spend the rest of my life giving my faith a chance to work i would want to spend every day dreaming the biggest dreams i can think of and then praying about them and working towards them your dreams probably have nothing to do with uh serving or giving back Um, statistically wise um and that's okay we have other aspirations and god-given aspirations um aside from that but to spend every day of the rest of your life giving your faith a chance to work is really good so maybe you're scared maybe you're confident about the idea of serving maybe you already serve and if you already serve maybe just use this as clarification as to what god wants from you in your role at the moment or any other new roles perhaps um Or closure over an old role. Either way. um, Just give your faith a chance to work for the good of God and for his kingdom. And to be able to use the beautiful gifts he's given you to share everything. And to communicate with others. Verbally or non-verbally. The works he's done in your life and the goodness he's brought to you. And I hope that for you and I hope that for the others around you. And you'll never... We'll never know the magnitude of our influence here on earth until we get to heaven. But imagine if you just brought one person to salvation. Would that be worth the four hours a week or a month? I believe it would, and I think you would believe it too. So I encourage you to bring this to God. And here's another quick prayer we can do before we close today. Dear Jesus. I don't know where you want me to serve in the church or in the community. I may have never thought about this before. I may have thought about this many times. But I just want to trust you that you have the perfect place for me in mind. And that you've gone ahead of me and paved out my path. And I just ask that you would be a lamp for my feet and a light to the path. And that I would follow you and you would give me the confidence and the assurance that I can follow you down this path and that you will lead me to, um, to overflowing rivers of joy and of goodness and that I can trust that whatever you have planned for me is for me and that you're not against me and that you can use me to do great things in your name. And I want to make myself available for that. There might be some things I struggle with such as timing or places or when but I commit that to you and I know that if you want me to serve you'll put it on my heart and you'll take care of the details because you're in the details and so God I give this all to you I trust you full heartedly and I make myself available today and tomorrow and I ask that you would Allow me to do any role with sincerity, an upright heart and posture, and that you would give me the wisdom and knowledge I need to make any decision regarding serving. I thank you, God, for loving me, and I express to you all my love for you as well. In your name, I thank you, I praise you. Amen. So that concludes today's teaching on serving in the church. Um, and other institutions. And I'm happy we got to talk about this today, and I hope it was useful for you. And if you guys ever want to reach out on the Instagram, which is at mor- Monday Morning Faith Podcast, um, go ahead and reach out because I'm always looking for feedback as to what you guys want to hear or don't want to hear. And the Instagram has um, post recaps of each podcast episode so you can always go see any points you might have missed um and look at other podcasts there too episodes there too so yeah if you guys ever want to give me feedback that is absolutely the best place to do so and i wish you guys a wonderful rest of your week and day and may the spirit of the god go with you the one true god who loves you abundantly may he be with you and go with you today and may you feel his presence and love